Hello, real-life listener, and welcome to today's, Am I the A-Hole Stories. Story 1 Am I the A-Hole, for not wanting my dad to walk me down the aisle because he's in a wheelchair? About three years ago my dad was injured in a really bad hit-and-run car accident. He broke just about every bone in his body, and left him paralyzed from the waist down. Our relationship has always been really good, but I hate seeing him in pain and admittedly try to avoid seeing him because it just makes me uncomfortable. In November I'm getting married. I've been with my fiancé for four years and he and my dad get on really well. Naturally the discussion of who was going to give me away came up in the family group chat, and I kept silent after I realized my dad would be in a wheelchair. We always talked about him giving me away and having a dance at my wedding and I don't want to be reminded of what could have been at my wedding. I messaged my mom privately and told her I want my uncle to walk me down the aisle as we're incredibly close. She naturally asked why and I told her that my dad being in a wheelchair would add complications to the wedding. The walkway would have to be widened to accommodate his wheelchair and he wouldn't be able to hold my arm or give me a proper hug. She was outraged, called me an ableist POS and removed me from the group chat. My aunt has since called me telling me my dad is absolutely devastated. Am I the a-hole? Now that you've heard the post, here are the replies from the readers, as well as the replies to the replies. You're the a-hole, what an awful daughter. You avoid him because it is hard on you? What about him? Now you don't want to accommodate him to walk you down the aisle? God you should be ashamed of yourself. Your fiancé should take a long look at who he is marrying. Also do you know how many brides don't have their dad cause they are dead or deadbeats? You should consider yourself lucky you have one. Yep, exactly this. I'd give anything for either of my parents to simply still be alive and be at my wedding next year. I'm sorry for you loss, good luck with the wedding. OP still has her father and he loves her and wants to be a part of her life. She's being incredibly selfish trying to turn him away. Really she's probably just embarrassed of him. She doesn't want him to take away her attention on her big day. With you on this. I got married 8 months after my mum passed and I was not contact with my dad for 3 years previously. My granddad walked me down the aisle and an uncle I didn't really know gave a speech because my brother's partner was giving birth and he couldn't be there. I still look back now 5 years later with mixed emotions about my wedding. I wish my mom could have walked me down the aisle. You're the a-hole OP, I'm not surprised your father is devastated, he deserves better. If only my dad was alive to walk me down the aisle instead of just being a memory. This OP is awful and the worst part of that she posted this thinking there would be people that would agree with her. You're the a-hole, I hope your fiancé realizes you are the a-hole, your friends, your family already knows. But sometimes you have to hit rock bottom before you are willing to change something about yourself. Hopefully it won't take that in this post does it? I'm sorry for your loss, but I hope you'll be able to feel the supportive energies of your parents at your wedding, through the love of everyone who will be there in person. My father had an amputated leg and very hard to manage diabetes. I took care of him in the last 7 years of his life. He carried me as a baby and went to work every day. I pushed his wheelchair because I loved him. I would give anything to have him back. To lose your independence that way is incredibly isolating. People thought because my dad was missing a leg his brain no longer functioned. But, he had me and I had him. He was never alone with it. I feel so terribly for her father. 
Imagine being told that your disability is inconvenient for your loved ones. I'm in the category of I would kill to have my father back to one day walk me down the aisle, he passed in 2017. Do not take your father for granted, OP, and atop being in a-holes. He needs your love and support, the same love and support that nourished you when you learned to walk, read and write as child and who supported you while you became an adult. Stop being an ableist and stop avoiding him because his disability makes you uncomfortable. Jesus. I didn't need to read your post before saying to myself, yup, you're the a-hole. Then I actually read your post about how you are avoiding your father because his disability makes you uncomfortable. And about how your concerns for your wedding are so effing petty. And I've revised my previous position. You're the a-hole. But not just that, you're one of the biggest effing a-hole I've seen in this sub. If I was related to you, I'd be so ashamed. And if I was your fiancé, I'd take this as a sign that our wedding vows would only be good until I had an accident and got disabled, then I could bet on you abandoning me because of your shallowness. You deserve all the shit you're gonna get from this post. This. The vows are in sickness and in health until death do us part. There's no stipulations. What happens if her fiancé got sick like cancer? Or had a stroke and was disabled? Or something similar that happened to her dad happens to her husband? Is she going to leave him? Divorce him because he's no longer her version of perfect? JFC her fiancé needs to run for the hills? Bet that she's probably one of those brides who has been planning for her perfect day but has no thought of marriage with one person for the next 40 to 60 years and all the things that may come with it. If I were the fiancé, I'd be wondering how OP will react if I dare make her uncomfortable by having any kind of health issue. Oh absolutely. It's scary because if you're in a coma, or otherwise incapable of making decisions, you need to have absolute assurance that the person calling all the shots medically and making those decisions, are of sound mind. I don't know I wouldn't put her in charge of making life-altering choices in my life. She seems the kind to always put herself first and that's it. You're the a-hole. It takes a really special kind of asshole to turn someone else's paralysis into a pity me situation. Yeah I'd say that's very narcissistic behavior. Yeah, the only way to get through to narcissists is not to attempt to appeal to their empathy, because they don't have much, but to appeal to their narcissistic selfish side. Example, instead of trying to get them to feel bad for their actions in hurting a loved one, you make them understand that they are going to be seen in a negative light by everyone else because of their actions. I can bet money that she cares more about how people are going to be disgusted and disappointed with her on her wedding day, than she does about her father's feelings. Honestly, it's too common. My chronic illness is so hard on my family they claim can't even read up about it because then they get too sad. It's so hard for us that you are sick, so we're gonna ignore your existence is what happens when you become disabled. Of course not everyone, but a lot of people do this basically lost all my friends because I got sick. Edited to add, even healthcare staff care more about my poor parents or heroic husband, because oh, it must be so hard on them that I'm so sick. I'm not even in the equation as a person anymore. If I talk about my pain I'm complaining or whining. If someone else does it so hard on them. You're the a-hole, excluding him from this moment would be an incredibly hurtful and selfish thing to do. And it's a level of hurt that a family may never recover from. Quote. My aunt has since called me telling me my dad is absolutely devastated. 
You need to make a phone call to your dad and you need to make it now. Apologize and grovel and do whatever it is you need to do to convince your dad that you just had a momentary lapse in sanity and don't know what you were even thinking. That was cold. Heartless. Absolutely zero empathy in her. I get it's hard to see the ones you love struggle and pain, but it's worse to turn away and let them face it alone. This was one of the worst ones I've read frown. OP, it's on you to make this right. Follow Gooberface's advice. It's mind-boggling. How can you claim to have a good relationship with someone and then treat them like this? My heart absolutely breaks for her dad and the rest of her family to be honest. Like I hope it's just some sort of shock denial thing, but this is just so terrible. I really hope it's a troll, I hate thinking people like this exist. This is the easiest you're the a-hole, I've ever seen. Your dad held your hand as you learned to walk, taught you to read and write, dedicated a huge portion of his life to raise you. And in one of the most cherished moments he could have with you, to give you away, you're stealing that from him because his unfortunate accident supposedly doesn't fit with your selfish needs? I'm not one for being overly dramatic, but I respect how important this symbolic gesture means to some people, seems like your dad is one of them. You're either a terrible human being or a decent troll. I don't know why she is getting married clearly she won't be there for worst only the better. OP is showing her true colors and they aren't pretty I genuinely feel bad for the fiancé. OP isn't just the a-hole, she's an a-hole. You're the a-hole. Because she wants today where it's all about her and her gets to wear a special dress, have an expensive cake, lots of photos and she gets to choose all the decorations. Watching your dad struggle is incredibly difficult says the girl who is adding to his suffering by basically telling him he's no longer good enough to walk her down the aisle. Also poor you for having to watch your dad suffer? Has the one suffering. Stop making it about you. You are so the a-hole, it's not even up for debate. Your dad deserves so much better. I hope to god you don't have a disabled child because clearly you find it to be a huge inconvenience. Good grief yes. OP. This is not about you. You are not a victim here. You are however the a-hole. My dad literally lost the use of this arms, legs and torso in 4 years time. Yeah that was difficult. I saw him more, cried to friends and saw a therapist. I didn't just avoid seeing him because this was hardest on him. You ball your eyes out and you support your family. Like grown ups do. I think you've heard enough that you're the a-hole. I want to paint you a picture. Think about all the times your dad was there for you. He probably helped you learn to ride a bike. He was probably there for you to kiss any boobas away when you were little. He probably tried to give you an example of what a good man is. And he probably dreamed of giving you away someday to said good man. I bet he dreamed of someday having his grandchild in his arms. And getting down on the floor to build blocks with them. Play with them and love them as he loves you. Now think about the dreams you have for yourself and your future husband. Imagine those dreams being ripped away because of an accident. And having to make new dreams. That would hurt, and probably destroy you at first. Now imagine the people you love stepping away from you when you need them most. Because they can't see you go through hard times. And now please step in your car, drive to your parents house and apologize and grovel. Be better, for I can't possibly imagine this was how you were raised. A family that loves each other sticks together. Picture your wedding day without your daddy there. I bet that's not a pretty picture. Your wedding day isn't about a day to get dolled up and take nice pictures. 
It's about combining two people who love each other. It's about commitment. And it's a celebration of love. I don't think anybody in this world could possibly love you any more than your parents. At least that's how it should be. And you are denying your father's dream, because it slightly inconveniences you. I bet he hates knowing he can't give you a normal send-off, or give you a normal father-daughter dance. But 30 years from now, when he's no longer with you, you'll remember the way he gripped your hand and looked at you before you started that walk towards your husband. You'll remember the proud look he had on his face when he put your hand in your husband's. And you'll remember the modified dance you did. When all eyes were on you and your dad. And he told you how proud he was and how beautiful you looked. You can probably see it on his face when you watch your wedding video or photos. Sit on his lap if you have to, but don't take this precious moment away from your dad. And don't take it away from yourself. You'll regret it. Go make it right. Good luck. Story 2. Am I the a-hole, for not wanting to share my wedding day with my brother? My, 27 female, fiancé, 28 male, and I have been dating for about 6 years now, and he proposed last year. We started planning a wedding almost immediately because we want to start our family soon, we're both stable in our jobs, we've found a house and are working on a down payment, etc. Basically, we didn't see a reason to wait. So the date has been set for late September and the venue will be able to support our large number of guests, around 200. My brother, 25 male, and his fiancée, 24 female, recently got engaged and have also started wedding planning. My future sister-in-law, I'll just say F. Sill reached out and asked if she could talk to me about wedding planning. Thinking she wanted help choosing colors or something, I agreed. She basically asked me if I could get married in the afternoon and she could get married an hour or two later and then we share the reception. She pitched the idea as a great way to become sisters and that she knows how close my brother and I are and that this would mean the world to him. In reality, I know that they aren't financially well off and she wants the fancy wedding without the fancy wedding prize tag. They're both grad students and I assume that she's a little jealous of the elaborate wedding that I have planned, I've been saving for this day for a long time. I didn't really know what to say, but managed to get out, but that's mine and fiancé's wedding. We planned it for us and wanted to be about us. She then exploded on me in anger and tears and said that I didn't understand how hurtful it was to see the amazing wedding I'm planning and know that she couldn't have something like that. She called me a selfish b-word and heartless. I told her I waited to get married so that I could afford the wedding I wanted and she told me that she wants to get married before she's old and dried up like some people. Then I started crying and ran off to go home. I got a call from my brother later. He stated that, while he was on board with sharing the wedding day, he's upset with Fsil about how she approached it. He asked me to please reconsider and that they would help pay for the extra guests, meaning her friends and family who I don't know. I was still hurting from her comments and told him that I didn't want to share my wedding day and I wasn't even sure if I wanted Fsil there for my wedding day. My brother quickly said goodbye and hung up. I haven't heard from him or Fsil in a few days. Am I being selfish for wanting that day for fiancé and me? I feel bad that they don't have the funds right now, but I was in grad school at their age and couldn't afford to get married either, so I waited because I wanted a huge celebration to share with our family and friends. Now that you've heard the post, here are the replies from the readers, as well as the replies to the replies. Not the a-hole. That's your day, and if you want to and are able to spend a load of money on it, then you go right ahead. Fsil doesn't seem to understand living within her means, or the fact that you don't need a huge wedding to be married. My BFF and her husband were so focused on the wedding that they really didn't think about the marriage, and now they are not in a good marriage. 
my hubby and I had a simple wedding at my parents' house for less than $1,000 and are quite happy. I wanted a simple wedding personally, but with all of our guests, and our desire to have lots of food and an open bar, the price skyrocketed. We had a few friends and family members, firehouse subs for lunch, and my mom made the cake herself. My dress was about $100, holyclothing.com is awesome, for your information. We had guests take pictures. Biggest expense was the rings, second biggest was the flower crowns. Then we got to spend more money on the honeymoon instead. Smile. Not the a-hole. She just wants you to pay for her wedding, and it sounds like your brother does too. He says they would help pay, that doesn't sound like he even intends to fully pay for the extra expenses you'd incur, he'd just help. Are they both normally this damn entitled? A failure to plan and save on her part does not constitute an emergency on your part. Either she adjusts her expectations, or she waits until she can afford it. Do not let her hijack your wedding. Seems super manipulative that she tried saying this will help them be closer sisters. This girl also seems like the type that if OP agrees, then the girl will be changing all the wedding decorations to cater to her dream wedding without footing the bill. Oh she'd definitely start trying to take over the reception to it fits her vision, without having to pay for any of it, except the brother's generous offer to help pay for the extra guest slashes. Changing the colors, menu, music. Opie would end up just a guest at an event she's footing the bill for. My thoughts too. Opie you are in the right to want your wedding day to be yours only. Especially since you saved for it. Your F-Sills comment was like a child being mean when he's denied what he wants. I'd like to know if she mentioned how you would make decision regarding the whole thing when she talked to you. Would she just let you make all the decisions and tag along or would you plan together but you would be the main, if not the only, financial source? Not the a-hole. The only time a double wedding is a good idea is a. in a soap opera, even then not the best idea. b. when the couples to be married are all twins. Like twin men marrying twin women, twin women marrying other twin women, or twin men marrying other twin men. Or one twin woman marrying one twin man, and the other twin woman marrying another twin woman. Basically only twins. Even then it's still a bad idea. c. if it is a shotgun wedding. Even then, not a good idea. D. It's a flowers in the attic type situation where you all lived in an attic for three years, your grandmother and mother tried to poison you with arsenic laced donuts, and you escape and you and your brother are getting married and your twin siblings are also getting married. This is the only time it is maybe a good idea. Basically wedding sharing is always bad. Unless it is a flowers in the attic type situation. My grandparents did a double wedding with my great aunt and uncle, my grandmother's sister. It was my grandmother's wedding and then the other couple was added on, shotgun. Nobody really minded. Except my grandmother died in her 60s. And then a few years later my great aunt's kids asked to borrow wedding photos for a big anniversary party. And they didn't invite my grandfather. It was his anniversary too. I'm still bitter. Normally I'm the kind of person who agonizes over upsetting someone else. Even on occasions when I know I'm morally in the right, I just feel terrible at being the cause of someone else's pain. But what shuts my guilt off like flipping a light switch is when the person who's upset me starts acting like a child, unless it's one of my actual children, in which case they get a pass. She called you names, 
stomped her feet and had the bloody audacity to imply you're dried up at 28. Her request was completely unreasonable anyway, and you would have been not the a-hole even if she'd smiled sweetly and thanked you for your time. But she really did you a favor, because she didn't do that, she was a pissy, potty-mouthed witch about it, which means you don't have to tolerate any form of pressure from any loved ones about this, frankly, massively inappropriate request. Anybody, including your brother tries to lean on you about it, no, she called me a b-word and implied I was old and dried up, nobody could be expected to share their wedding day with somebody who has insulted them like that. If they persist, no, I've given you my reasons. If they want to get married so badly, let them have an inexpensive service that is within their price range. I'm so cross for you. This is breathtakingly not the a-hole, and you can tell her for me that she sucks. Also, make a diary reminder for yourself for her birthday in four years time, as long as she hasn't improved as a person or your brother hasn't come to his senses and cut her loose, to tell her welcome to the club, you're now officially old and dried up too. It was inappropriate to even ask. That's the repeated answer. It was inappropriate for you to ask to horn in on our wedding day. Then you proceeded to viciously attack me like a bully child because you didn't get your way. If you want to really go for it ad. I question whether either of you have the maturity to marry if this is your way of handling no. Not the a-hole in her comments were out of line. Does your brother know exactly what she said to you? I'm not sure, but our family is planning on sitting down and having a conversation soon, so it will all come out eventually. Would you consider updating after the sit-down? Edit. Also remember this sit-down isn't to figure out if there is a way to share the day. This sit-down should be about whether your brother and Fsil are capable of truly apologizing with zero expectation of receiving forgiveness so you and your fiancé are comfortable enough to have them as guests at your wedding. People who apologize and expect forgiveness are not apologizing. They are just trying to get out of consequences. Apologizing means recognizing an error, acknowledging the hurt and damage caused and accepting consequences. Yes, PLS op update us. This audacious drama is too much without resolution, lol. Who instigated the family sit down and what is the stated intent? Because if it's anything less than, FSIL would like to apologize for how she reacted, then know when you're going to excuse yourself and go. This smells like it could go toward well, she's apologized and he's offered to cover extra guests, now can we talk wedding planning for both of you? My brother instigated the family sit down to clear up this misunderstanding to which I responded that everything was made quite clear so there is nothing to clear up. However, I do want to talk this out and hopefully appeal to FSIL. Your FSIL doesn't seem the type to listen to reason. Be prepared to walk out because this is going to be a hard sell session, not an apology. How do your parents feel about all this? My parents are definitely more on my side have been involved in the planning process for the wedding so they know the effort being put in, but they're also sympathetic to my brother and FSIL. I got to them before brother slash FSIL did. Not the a-hole. And please, 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 do not do this. You will foot 80% of the bill for their wedding and it will cause resentment for the rest of your lives. That is a family and money not mixing situation. The fact that your future sister-in-law thinks this is a good idea is crazy. She'd have no say in her own wedding. You've picked a date, venue, food, colors, music, she wants to show up in a wedding dress and cling onto your wedding? That doesn't even sound fun as a bride. 
And are your guests supposed to wait around or go to her ceremony? Do guests buy gifts for both couples? How could your brother and future sister-in-law attend your ceremony if they are getting ready for theirs? The logistics make no sense. And her nasty comments would make me have no desire to help her. Speak to your brother, not her. Explain to him how personal your wedding is and how you want to have your day as much as you want him to have his day, and his fiancée to have hers. His fiancée also needs to adjust to the fact that her financial situation isn't the same and she may not have the same lifestyle right away. She needs to deal with her financial realities. My cousin and I were married within six months of each other. My wedding was super low-key, hers was extravagant. My husband and I are still together while they finalized their divorce last year. I'm not saying an extravagant wedding means an unhappy marriage or the complete opposite. Not at all. But the extravagance or simplicity of the wedding doesn't have anything to do with how your marriage will go, or how much you're able to celebrate or enjoy your special day. If Zul thinks she deserves a fairy tale wedding to kick her marriage off on the right foot, then she isn't ready for the commitment because the magical honeymoon phase wears off sooner than you'd expect. She, and your brother, need to come back down to earth and decide whether they're even ready to take this next step because if they're not, they won't last. Not the a-hole. Have the wedding you want. I won't go as far as to say exclude Fsil but you should at the very least expect an apology from her and the subject dropped before extending the invitation. Info, what did your fiancé say about this idea? My fiancé, the amazing man that he is, backs me 100% and was willing to go up against my brother for me to explain that this wedding that I've been planning for a year is for us and us alone. He didn't want to go up to Fsil because he doesn't want her to play the victim or make it seem like he was attacking her out of nowhere. I hope you understand you don't owe them a sit down. Don't walk into a trap. They can beg your forgiveness over Skype. If you're afraid of losing your brother because you think he'll hate you for not giving in, then you didn't really have the relationship you thought you did, so truly there would be nothing lost. It sounds like he's either, A, trying to be a peacemaker instead of taking some responsibility and shutting down his fiancée, B, equally culpable in this plan and let his fiancée do the asking. Either way they need to gain some maturity or they're going to have a rocky marriage. Time taken to save up for a wedding can be the perfect opportunity to help solidify their relationship. If they aren't just looking for a free ride and are in such a rush to be married, they can go down to the courthouse. Then have a massive party in a few years and call it a renewal of vows. That's actually what my fiancé and I are going to do. We're signing the documents in December but won't have the ceremony until grad school is over and we have stable jobs. It is truly not that hard to do. Rushing into a wedding is an absolutely horrible idea. Every person here seems to know at least one person who rushed in and ended up in an unhappy marriage. Thank you so much to everyone for the support and suggestions, and for sharing from your experiences too, I can't tell you how much it comforts and encourages me to keep planning mine and my fiancé's day for justice, we worked hard to make this day about a smile. Update, so we had the family sit down meeting, I made this post prior to the meeting so that I would know if I was in the wrong or not and therefore decide what I would say slash do, with my fiancé, brother, Fsil, and our parents. Holy. Crap. I didn't think it could get any worse. We started talking and I explained that while I loved my brother, this day was supposed to be about fiancé and one and one would not be sharing the day with them, although they were still more than welcome to come. I also offered to donate some money, I got a nice bonus from work, to their wedding fund. Brother agreed and thanked me profusely, fiancé agreed, mom and dad agreed. But Fsol lost.
her. Mind. She said we were all being heartless for not supporting her and brother in this difficult situation. She got in my face and told me that she didn't even want to be a part of my SH tie day because it obviously isn't a day about love if you can't show that you love me and brother. I told her she was being unfair and she said you're being unfair, you greedy bee and slapped me in the face. She left after brother kicked her out of the house. I was stunned and crying, fiancé and dad were livid, and brother appears to be questioning their engagement. Do not give her any money. That offer disappeared the second she physically assaulted you. Do not invite her to your wedding. I completely agree, she should not be any place near your wedding. Thankfully it sounds like right now you have your family by your side. Do you think they'll stick by you? I really hope so. Mom, Dad, and Fiancé are with me. Brother is currently with me, but I'm not sure if it will stay that way. Only time will tell. Brother needs to consider that, if she immediately turns to assault after being denied a frankly batshit crazy demand, what is she going to be like if, say, they can't afford to buy something she wants? They have a disagreement? Marriages can have challenges and if her first impulse is to yell and slap someone for not getting what she wants, he needs to think long and hard about what he'd be signing up for. Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Life. Be sure to subscribe and check out all the other available podcasts on real life stories. Till next time, goodbye.